we we have to look inward. You know, we're looking looking at the game plan. You're you're looking at the defense you're going to play. Um, you know, but we need to make a decision with our quarterback. Look in the mirror and just figure out exactly how much we want them involved. And I think that's the question that that every offensive coach needs to make. You know, obviously a lot of it has to do with the type of athlete you have at quarterback. Like, what can they actually do? That's going to help you out in the run game. But then you need to make the decision like. How much do you want them involved? If you're calling a run play that's a read where he could be the ball carrier, how comfortable are you with that? When you're calling a run play where he is going to be the ball carrier, how comfortable are you with that? And that's that's a decision that everybody needs to make for themselves. The quarterback run game is an aspect of the game that can create a strategic advantage on offense by effectively utilizing the quarterback's mobility and decision-making skills. And this approach involves a meticulous balance between incorporating the quarterback into various run schemes while considering the overall offensive game plan. A lot of times it comes down to how much do we really want to or need to use him. Today we share a segment from national champion offensive coordinator Patrick Rochford and his clinic presentation at the recent D3 Top 25 Clinic. He takes us through a thought process of how they think about QB run game as well as their use of offset gun to make the QB a dual threat. Coach Rochford will be presenting at the fourth annual Lawrence First and Goal Clinic this week. The link to tickets for this event with over 130 college and pro coaches presenting is in the show notes. Here's our clinic segment with Coach Patrick Rochford, SUNY Cortland. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512-814-6158 or visit them on their website or social media. Mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code COACH24 to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is the premier online fundraising platform using innovative technology to create the easiest and most efficient system available. Raise more money in less time with a local fundraising coach who works with your team every step of the way to customize the ideal fundraiser. With options for online donations, digital discount cards, premium product sales, and even spirit shops, Vertical Raise has top-of-the-line solutions for every fundraising style. To find out more, visit verticalraise.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser. really appreciate this opportunity. When Coach Coach Rabowski reached out, it's kind of a, a full circle moment for me to be able to present coming off of a storybook season for us. But I was just talking to Coach before we got on here. We, you know, he had an XNO Labs article about a slash concept back in 2010 or 2011. It was something that, as a young coordinator, was the one of the first 
deep dives of something online I did and ended up installing it and something that we had success with the following year. So appreciate Coach Grabowski and this opportunity. Um, it's also, it's an incredible honor to, to represent SUNY Cortland, our coaching staff, you know, Coach Fitz, you know, the man behind it all. But, you know, our coaching staff, all of our players, the the university, a tremendous university that honestly is a huge reason why we had the success we had this past year. They, they give us every opportunity to to have success and it's an honor to represent SUNY Cortland and our coaching staff. I'll just jump right into it at this point. So I'm going to be talking on using your quarterback in the run game today, um, which, you know, when, when I had an opportunity to present here and then Coach Lewis at Lawrence first and goal asked me to present there, I wanted to do something that was a little bit more, you know, I can get into and recycle a few gap scheme presentations, gap scheme clinics or pin and pull or pass protection, you know, pass pro techniques and all that. But I wanted to do something a little bit more, a little more fun, a little bit more kind of whole overarching offensively, not just the nitty gritty of old line play. Um, I love my my guys, but you know, we have we had some tremendous athletes on offense, you know, this past year. So highlighting some of the things that we do, you know, that I think we do pretty well offensively, but also kind of touching on every aspect of in the run game, um, using the quarterback, different schemes that we do run. So you can see on the screen here, you know, we're coming off a tremendously successful year, you know, doing part two. I think Coach Fitz and I, we we do we do a great job working together to make sure we have a cohesive plan every week, run game matches with what our pass plan is, some RPO concepts to, to marry the two, but also just highlighting our very best players. And, you know, we, anybody that watched us play this year knows we, we had two of the best wide receivers in the country. And, you know, as, as a coordinator or as a play caller or as an offensive coach in general, just having one of those types of players at a receiver can be a game changer for you and create some, some special opportunities to scheme some things up, but to have two of them was a lot of fun. Um, so they, they created a lot of opportunities for us and then having Zach at quarterback, you know, one of the best signal callers in the country, you know, certainly didn't, did not hurt as well. So you see some of the statistics there, points per game, yards per game. We, I think those, that was top 10 in the country in both of those, you can see the ru rushing and passing too. And I, I just want to give a little context as to, you know, once I get into the clinic here, a little context of, of what, what our offense was as a whole. And you can see the rushing stats there and the passing stats, you know, we're pretty balanced. Actual plays called, we're about 70% run. So what the O-line gets as a play call, we're about a 70% run, 30% pass. And what actually happens, the the result of the play, uh, whether the ball gets handed off or the ball gets thrown, you know, with some, you know, run screen options or run, run pass options. And we're right around 54% run. 50 or 46% pass. So more balanced. It's crazy. We, we always coach Fitz in the off season. He does this statistics and our percentages run pass, you know, yards per game, rushing, passing. It's pretty similar. It ends up almost pretty similar every year, which is crazy. It's a testament to, to us building the offense to be balanced and, and to be able to attack a defense in different ways. I'm going to talk specifically today about using your quarterback in the run game. And it's not just quarterback runs. I'm going to talk a lot about our, philosophy with the offset gun today so not just quarterback runs but using the quarterback in the run game and everybody knows when you can use your quarterback you know the the adage you're adding a gap or you're you know creating you know balancing out the numbers or adding a numbers advantage you know so we obviously try to do that you know our, our quarterbacks the last few years and, and historically you know over you know, Coach Fitz and I have been together now for 10 years across two different schools. Um, we haven't always had a quarterback who was as athletic or, or physically gifted, you know, as like Zach was this year or, or Bree Segal was in 2021. 
you know, but we we always try to use the quarterback to to create an advantage at times and use them in the run game. So you can see the success we had, you know, using our quarterback in the run game this year, just under 900 rushing yards on the season, um, right around 60 yards a game, 5.5 yards a carry. And now that number obviously will be, you know, some these numbers include some scrambles. So drop back pass scrambles and also in, include some sacks to add some negative yards as well. But the average yard per carry for a quarterback was just a tick above our, our, our average as a whole. I think for the season, we were right around 5.3, 5.4 yards a carry. So when, when the quarterback was carrying the ball, it was a little bit higher than our than our average for the season. And then, you know, the last one there, we had our quarterback accounted for. Zach accounted for three 100-yard rushing games this year, the two biggest being in, in our the quarter jug game. You know, he was a big part of our run plan. And then in that in the national championship game against North Central, they have a tremendous team. I think he had over 125, maybe 130. So, you know, those those usually happen in the biggest games because they're the best defenses. So every week we, you know, when we get into game planning, we we have to look inward. You know, we're looking looking at the game plan. You, you're you're looking at the defense you're gonna play. Um, you know, but we need to make a decision with our quarterback to look in the mirror and just figure out exactly how much we want them involved. And I think that's the question that that every offensive coach needs to make. You know, obviously a lot of it has to do with the type of athlete you have at quarterback. Like what can they actually do that's gonna help you out in the run game? But then you need to make the decision like how much do you want them involved? If you're calling a run play that's a read where he could be the ball carrier, how comfortable are you with that? When you're calling a run play where he is going to be the ball carrier, how comfortable are you with that? And that's a, that's a decision that everybody needs to make for themselves. You know, so that's that's something that each week, you know, you know, we we look at. A lot of that has to do with with the health. You know, you different quarterbacks a lot different than every position. Running back gets gas. You can platoon that position a little bit. You know, you're not really going to do that at the quarterback position. Um, the next thing we always think about is, do we need to run the quarterback? Is there you know, this gets into, you know, why our quarterbacks usually have have more rushing yards, you know, in the in the biggest games. You know, when we look at a defense, you know, we need to make an honest, you know, we need to think honestly about it. Like, do we need him to account for a gap in order to gain yards efficiently to stay on schedule? You know, and it's, you know, all with all respect to all of our opponents, we look at game plans sometimes and it's we don't necessarily need to run the quarterback a ton in this game. We think based on the, the defenses we're going to see, the safety structures, we're not going to necessarily need to use the quarterback a ton. And then there's other times you're watching the film and you're playing in the run game. Whatever the whatever the reason may be, you're thinking like, especially that last bull point there, goal line, short yardage in the biggest spots. You know, we might need the quarterback in certain situations in order to be as efficient as we need to be to stay on schedule number one, but also gain those tough yards, third and short goal line red zone. The other thing we always do each week is, and this is very, very important for us as we we go week to week and we're doing our game plan, we're looking at the defense, is what are our gun tendencies? And not just what are our tendencies, what do we think a defense could do? based on where our where our back is offset you know and that's important and when i get into some of our quarterback run that that plays a huge role for us when we scheme some some quarterback run type plays you know they might be tendency breakers they might be a situation where we know we can get the ball on the perimeter a little bit easier because of some of our tendencies so that's something we we will always look at as well how do we actually do it so these are the things i'm going to talk about today i broke it down in basically two different categories we have our quarterback read runs where the quarterback is in a mesh, he could make a decision to give the ball or keep the ball on that play. And the first bullet point there is a mesh read. And this happens on every single every single run play. We call a tight zone. We call wide zone. We're calling power. 
you know, it doesn't really matter for us. The quarterback always has the ability to mesh. And if there's a player off the edge or somebody unblocked that is going to tackle the running back, he is empowered to pull the ball and try to gain as many yards as possible. Now he will, and we'll get into the film. I'll kind of talk through some of those specific situations. He, the, our quarterbacks will know the situ, the exact situations where they have to read a guy. You know, we're running a 10 personnel tight zone. C gap players on un, unaccounted for. He has to read that guy or situations where we might not necessarily need him to read somebody we have, we have players blocked up, but if they want to fit a, a run play a certain way, or the, it's a three, four that wants to fold their backside outside linebacker fast. And he's got a ton of green grass off the backside. We give him the opportunity to, to green grass pull to, to gain chunks of yards as well. So mesh read is something that's very important to our, to our offense. From there we have, which was big for us this, this past season, a lot of, you know, spread, teams that have a dual threat quarterback run bash reads now uh you know that was big for us and then power read which we've incorporated a lot over the last five or six years power read can be tough for a defense to defend as well and then from there we have we have our, our quarterback run tags where it's whatever the formation is we can get an 11 personnel call quarterback iso and use the running back as the lead iso back and gain a numbers advantage that way and our, some of our quarterback run tags we have you know our quarterback ISO, a couple versions of quarterback counter, quarterback draw, which is big for us, second and long, third and long. And then a, you know, it's not necessarily a quarterback tag, but we have a running back fast motion where it's implied that the quarterback is the primary ball carrier and the running back fast motion. It's, it's a bubble read, bubble read for our quarterback. If he has leverage, he can make that throw. So those are the things I'm, I'm going to talk about today. So from there, I just want to talk about offset gun and why we think offset gun is important for our offense, why it's a core core part of our, our philosophy. I think there's a there's a comfort level being from the gun. I remember as a first-time coordinator, you know, we did some stuff from under center. We did some stuff from the gun. It was a there was a ton of different footwork. You did three-step drop, five-step drop from from under center. You had your different handoff paths. From the gun, it definitely simplifies a lot of that. And there's a there's a comfort level to I'm in the gun. I know which side, and we will we shift the running back on every single play. So he starts in the pistol and he shifts to to his his proper alignment. But when the quarterback is in the gun, he can see or feel where the running back is. You know, there's a comfort level that he knows that him and the running back are on the same page. The quarterback and the running back are on the same page. We're going to be able to execute the play as effectively and efficiently as possible. Uh, obviously, the you know some of the the no-brainer stuff, being in the gun increases your, your pre and post-snap vision, gets you away, gives you better, you know, better perspective to see the defense. Now it does create tendencies which can cause problems at times, especially you know, some defensive coordinators, you know, they get really good things schemed up for the mesh side or for, for the bear side, whatever it might be. It creates tendencies, but also for us, we can create, we can use that to our advantage. If we know what our tendencies are, we can at times know how a defense might want to play certain gun tendencies and we can use that to our advantage to create whether it's quarterback runs or create getting the ball on the perimeter um, with ease and then uh, the last thing there which which i touched about and we'll get into some film next you can mesh read on every single run like i said our quarterback you never have to hand the ball off to a dude coming off the backside edge screaming down the line who's going to tackle the run back. You never have to hand that off. You're always, you always have the ability to pull off an unblocked guy and try to gain some yards. So, you know, that keeps us out of some potential negative plays. And like, we're not going to run power where we, we're going to hand the ball off. We're not going to same side handoff power. You know, we want to be, if they bring the backside in, now there are certain times where we're going to be able to 
gap seal the backside tackle and account for backside edge pressure, you know, but there are also times where we don't need to have the tackle gap seal because we know we can account, we can account for that guy. You know, he can stay on an end as he squeezes or whatever it might be. I've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective. So I'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast. This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision-making at the speed of the game. Modern football stands out because it's a battle-tested platform used by teams at all levels, like four-time national champion Bishop Gorman, the five-time California state champion Folsom Bulldogs, six-time Texas state champion Lake Travis, Cal football, and the CFL's Grey Cup champions, the Montreal Alouettes. So book a demo today to see why these teams trust modern football technology. Visit www.teammofo.com demo and mention Coaching Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code CC10 to receive 10% off your first year. Here are winning edge takeaways and ideas for implementation. One, evaluate the quarterback's athletic abilities and determine how they can contribute effectively to the run game. Consider factors such as speed and agility, decision-making, and running ability to maximize the quarterback's impact on the ground. Two, assess the game situation and opponent's defense to determine when and how much to involve the quarterback in the run game. Make strategic decisions based on the need for additional yardage, maintaining efficiency, and exploiting defensive tendencies. Three, utilize various quarterback run concepts like mesh reads, bash reads, power reads, and quarterback run tags to diversify the offensive playbook. Incorporate these plays based on your team's strengths, tendencies, and the defense's reaction to create a dynamic and unpredictable run game with the quarterback. Be sure to follow all we're doing at coachandcoordinator.com. Sign up for Lauren's First and Goal Clinic which begins this Thursday with 130 coaches from the college and pro levels. Remember, all proceeds go to fund pediatric brain tumor research and cancer services. Be sure to sign up for our weekly tip sheet, which shares the best ideas from each week. And follow us on Twitter at Coach K Grabowski.